0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
2: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result...
3: Hello and welcome to the Reds Report season nine of Barns longest running podcast. Uh proud to be part of the Talk Sports Network of Fans. As always, joining us is um Reds Report. Ian. Ian, how are you? Very well. How are you, chaps? Uh, not too bad. Also joining him from his bedroom floor. We'll talk about that later on.
2: Is Steve. Yeah, sounds working, Steve. Well done. Still here, mate. Still here, still kicking. Managed to my drag flu. myself off my deathbed. I'm, I'm <laughs>
3: And also joining us, um you'll know his voice. Those of you that are volunteer for uh the Barnsley Hospital broadcasting will know him. He's been going to Oakwell. Phil, I don't want to get it wrong, but it's a lot of lot of years, isn't it? You've been going to that place.
4: Yeah, just just a few. Just a few. Yeah. About fifty-five, I
3: reckon. About fifty-five years he's been going to Oakwell. In in various um in various roles, I presume. Radio commentary, hospital, you're now doing I follow. Phil Hall is is joining us this evening. Phil, how are you? Pretty good, thank you.
4: Just trying to get warm after a freezing cold night at Blackpool the
3: other night. But you yeah. know what? We might as well start about that, because in fairness, I thought the first half, um yeah, I thought we did all right, I thought, you know, nothing special. Um <coughs> never easy Tuesday night cold under the lights, but I thought we don't the second half didn't really warm me up, Phil. What, what were your thoughts? You were there for I follow. What was your summary on that 90-minute yeah, uh, performance?
4: It was a classic game of two halves, wasn't it? I mean, I, I thought first half we played well. We, we played it about well. We created a couple of good chances. I mean, McAtee could have had a on another day. Um, <laughs> and, and we played some decent stuff. I, I thought, you know, generally we looked pretty good. Callum Starr was a bit off the clock for me, but... You know the, the the rest of the guys had a, had a pretty good game, I thought, and we looked fairly sound at the back. The, they did play long balls over the top, which threatened to catch us out, and they were quite quick on the break. But we we coped with it first half, and then of course uh, John McAdee went off with the injury at half time, and that shouldn't change things to that extent, but it did. I mean, w- whether that was the, the the reasoning behind it, I don't know, but that that's what happened, and and Blackpool were far back
3: better side in the second half and, and deserved the win in the end. Yeah, And Ian, it's ironic, isn't it? When people... I'm, I'm not in the habit of of criticising or pointing out players who fault it was, but it's very unfortunate, isn't it, that Lopata comes back... Bitardo. That's your role, Steve, I know. Thanks very much. That, you know, we looked... Phil said we looked pretty solid at the back. I was happy that Lopata was back. Um, our French number six, that I still can't pronounce, was playing really well as well. Then Lapata comes off, Williams comes on, and within two minutes, and that's not. But we talked about the high balls. That's one thing that it's it's more, far more difficult for Jordan Williams because of his stature, um, mm-hmm. killer ball, and and it is Blackpool. How how, how did you um, how would you sum the whole ninety minutes up then, Ian? Uh, similar to
1: what Phil says, really. I mean, pre-match, I, I made it work a Blackpool season ticket order, and I congratulated him on the victory before we'd even kicked off because I really did I didn't fancy us at all but I saw the team sheet and it was a really strong side I mean given the fact that they didn't play at the weekend um and they started off full of full of energy um but that was Blackpool's reserves Actually, My mate said that is not our full strength team and that was Barnes' full strength team so it's quite poor in the end to to whimper out really at the end first half really open game great loads of chances um the subs just didn't work at all. Um granted when that cross came in, the striker was probably a foot he's probably a foot taller than Williams. But come on, you've got to at least jump for the for the woody header. Last year those players were busting a gut in that red shirt. And this season they're not at all. And he never even jumped for that header, which was a bit disappointing. Which summed up the second half performance really for me. Mm.
3: Um Steve, a lot of them say there were quite a few changes in the Blackpool team on, on social media. They called it almost like the Blackpool reserves. Is it, is it worrying then that when you look at the stats after the match, um, we had 11 shots on goal, they had 12. We had six on target, they had seven. Four off-target each. Total passes were very similar. We both had two clear-cut chances. We had a couple of corners more. Both had a blocked shot. Both had tackles won the same. Percentage possession, 51-49. It, it seems very even when you looked at stats. Is that worrying then, do you think? that at, at What we call the, a pretty strong Barnsley side struggle against
2: a team like <coughs> Russell, especially giving our good away from this season. Same as out, isn't it? Stats, can, stats, stats can confuse you, uh, they can help you, they can cover up things that should be covered up and cover up things that shouldn't be covered up. I mean, there's some, something I've seen on Twitter today that said... Uh, Neil's, Neil Collins, his first whatever game's in charge, he's got a 48% win rate and we're a 7th, 8th uh, league, 7th league and this that and other and that stat you would think is really, really good until you've actually watched any of the games over the last few weeks that we've played um, you wouldn't then class it as good performances or you know um, what the stats are telling you if, if I was Neil Collins, luckily I'm not, looking at his face on Monday night in that fans forum because I thought somebody had kicked him in doodars and he'd just sat there all night because he looked absolutely pissed off. Um, I would be very, very worried, not just about the state of the team. I'd be worried about the state of my own job. Um, I've been a big supporter of Collins all the way through. Uh, I thought he deserved a chance. I thought he'd be coming in with fresh ideas Um, from his time in Tampa. He did really well with them. But for me, that second half against Blackpool summed up what he seems to have become with us. Uh, Players don't seem to want to play for him. He's either not very good in dressing room or they just don't rate him, respect him tactics, I don't see any tactics when he's making substitutions nine times out of ten, it's like for like he doesn't change anything he doesn't change shape he doesn't seem capable of changing shape we seem to always be trying to stick to this back three, back five you get them pushing on I mean both goals for Blackpool in that second half the guy's gone through and scored on both and if you watch the replays it takes something like two or three seconds and you see Cadden trotting back down wing. So where's Cadden being when we're supposed to be defending these attacking opportunities for Blackpool? Cadden's been nowhere, and I'm not slagging Cadden off if he's been told to push forward, all well and good. But is he supposed to be a wing-back? Aren't they supposed to defend as well? So it's stuff like that. You look at a Blackpool side that are not full of names or full of, you know, famous players, however you want to put it, and it's our best, near enough best 11, and you come up with a second half that lacks absolutely everything. And when I say everything, to me now, our midfield must be the worst midfield in first division. Kane, Styles and Phillips, for me, won't get another shirt this season because I think they're an absolute disgrace because they put nothing towards that side. Phil, you,
3: you know, you've been going to Oakwell a long time. I can remember, even just in the last five years, that ignore Asbagi and Shop because they were errors. Um, we always had an identity. Under Ismail, you knew exactly how Barnsley would play. Very much, you know, that high press. It started under Daniel Stendhal, that gig of press yeah. style. Even under Michael Duff, you know, the... Most of the performance that started gelling sort of November time when he went that season unbeaten, and and it was that upwards trajectory, wasn't it? Is it fair to say that we're still looking at what what identity? I I just done a podcast with with Reading, and they asked about our identity, and I found it really hard to say. Well, you know, in possession it's like a three five two, out of possession like a five. But it, the style is. Is it fair to say that he's probably still looking for his best eleven and for an identity and a style of play because it seems very mixed and very uncertain still although we're in december and nearly halfway in the season
4: i I think you're right there i think he's still trying to find the best permutations if you like um i've I've got a lot of sympathy with him because i mean bear in mind he he came in he's he's flown across the atlantic re-rooted his family and everything um he's made a real commitment and You look at what happened with the players that were sold, you know, from under his feet pre-season. You know, he virtually lost the defence. You know, and that gets an awful lot of doing. And I think being a central defender himself in his playing days, his main concern initially was to bottle up that defence. I wouldn't say it's worked, but that's what he's trying to do. That's why we're playing tippy-tappy sideways football rather than the high press. I don't think we can afford to play high press at the moment because we'd leave too many gaps at the back. So I'd love to get back to it, but I think he's still finding his feet there. And I, for me,
3: you've got to give him more time. Yeah. And Ian, it's fair to say, isn't it, But whenever we talk about opposition podcast, I always tell them, and I mean, I might be completely wrong because I tend to be anyway, but I'm, the, the defence is probably, I'm worried about least. I'm always thinking who's going to partner Cole because we're not a one-man team. Who's going to play? And the midfield, when is the midfield strategy? Actually, the defence, like again, you know, our French number six really well in it. Decent player. Uh, Kasper Lapata when he's back, I think he's. He he's, looked he...
2: well. He looked he looked well Tuesday mm. night. Lapata to say with his first game back, he, yeah. he looked he looked yeah. back to himself. I
3: I tipped him just to let you know for player of the season before a ball was kicked. Because from what I've seen and from what I've heard, I'm not so worried about the defence, Ian. Is, is it is it fair to say no. that my worry is those mid, the midfield has not really changed. Adam Phillips was there last season. Kane was there last season. Connell, you can forgive. He had a nasty illness and he's on his way back. And again, we're not on my team. Adam Phillips, which I know Steve will come into in a minute, you know, he scored goals last season. Outside the area, he was a danger. He was like a third striker at times or a fourth, depending on that. You know, um, Herbie Kane, last season, we put heaps of praise on because... You know, we'd said and we'd all sort of agreed that he had a fantastic season at Donny. He comes here, didn't really work, went out to Oxford, came back last season. Immense. I thought he, he contributed. He was all, not saying captain's material, but he did really well. He's gone downhill again. a bit. What is it with the midfield? And then we'll start talking about, about the press conference today. Because is that, you think, something that's maybe stopping that extra 5-10% on the match day? Because if, if you just want to explain for anybody who's not seen it, the, the press conference today with Herbie Kane.
1: Well, getting to the original point, um, <clears throat> I have a certain amount of sympathy for Collins. I, I agree with Steve, there are sometimes, a lot of times, there's no plan B. Um, but, but his best players were sold in the summer to Championship or Premier League clubs. And we signed players, although some have been a success, like Lapata and the Frenchman who I can never pronounce. Um, and I like Jack Shepard as well at the back. Um, but <coughs> defensively, you can't play Williams as a center out. failed miserably. He's a, he's a win back and he's got to stop persisting with that. Um, but defensively, like I say, I'd like to see Shepard in there as well. But um, the midfield has gone from being the best midfield in League One. To probably the worst midfield, and it's the same personnel. Um, and I personally think the likes of Kane a spat his dummy out a little bit. He's seen the likes of Kitchen get a big money deal to Coventry. Bobby Thomas has gone there. He's seen um, plenty That's of players fantastic. go to Luton, you know, go to Luton and, and, and are in the Prem. Um, and I think he wants a bit of that. Uh, Jordan Williams alluded to the same when he had that interview at the start of the season where he'd like to play as high as he can that included the Premier League to which we probably fell around laughing um, and, I, and, and I think some of them have probably are playing like they've got a bit of a slap back side um, so I, the sympathy for Collins is the fact that a lot of these players I mean Callum Styles is going to the Euros in the summer and he, he had a shocking game on Tuesday and let's face it he has one good game every three or four he's not it's no wonder Millwall didn't sign him permanently. Nobody's going to pay two million pounds for a player who plays once every four or five games and then can't, then puts in a bank average performance in League One. Um, so the midfield is a massive problem uh, going forward as well. Uh, Waters is off the boil. I'm um, not seeing enough of Cosgrove to justify his inclusion, and we still are struggling to find a permanent partner for Cole. So um but yeah going on to then Herbie Kane interview, I have seen a few interviews with him, and it, he isn't the most talkative. And I'm I'm sure Adam Oxley it must have been like pulling teeth trying to question him in this recent one. And I felt I felt a little bit for Adam because they were one one-word answers on some of them, but the two-telling questions for me were, and he's done this before when he's talked about his contract, he shuts right up. He's clearly not happy about this contract. Either he wants to leave, or the club are dragging the feet. And it was absolutely damning how he never even barely spoke a word about Luke O'Connell yet talked all day about Callum Styles and and, and Russell. So he's clearly that is this.
3: There's, there's,
1: they clearly don't get on. You could tell that from the interview.
2: Yeah.
3: Is is it fair to say then, Steve? And 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 I agree with Phil. And I think we all we, we you know Collins. There's there's it's it's easy for a manager. Um, you know, to take a job and live in the same house, he, he had to come. He, he, he chose to do that, so there's there's no denying the dedication and and what you know what he did on his part to come to Barnsley. Are we? Are we is it is the band management behind the scenes then? Because clearly, if that's what's going off, that's why you need your manager to come in, don't you? And either put an arm around one, or you know, a foot up the ass of the other. To, to, so everybody is motivated differently to try and get because. At, at times, and we've said it before, is that lack of identity because it's not really... It's 11 individuals sometimes that are playing rather than a team altogether. Because the only team performance was probably... We've had a few, but, you know, when you start the season 7-0 at home, you know, announce promotion. Steve was booking the Premier in at Wembley because he thought I've that's got to, it. Well, I've got
2: to cancel that. Remind me to cancel that. I'll <laughs> ring yeah. you later. But Thank is it you. fair to
3: say that it, that's an extra job that maybe Collins has had to do that maybe Michael Duff didn't have to worry about last season?
2: First and foremost managers have got to have the sense to know what sort of players they've got and I'm sure he does, he'll put his arm around some, he'll tell others off, personally I'd be putting my hand around Kane's throat after what he said uh, if he plays Saturday there's something wrong I really believe that if he plays Saturday we might as well all pack up and that's what I said on Twitter because to come out with the comments he came out with and the vagity. Uh, I don't know if vagate is a word. Have I made just made that up? It's a good That's one. Really, yeah, I'll just note it like to get look, now for Scrabble. Note it down. Um, it, it were, it, at times, I found it embarrassing because it came across, and I hate to say it, as I am going to do, as I always do, it came across thick. It would just, have you been able to sort your contract out? No. Luca Connell's a really good player, isn't he? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I just thought, is that it? You listen to some players, younger players, that are quite enthused, and when you're doing a press conference for your club, you you show that excitement. And he just sat looking down camera lens as though they were talking to you. To be quite honest, Carlo, do you know what I mean? So it, it, it just dis- <laughs> sorry uh, So I found that really really disappointing, to be honest. Um, and as for as for Collins and and his. Like you say, the defensive problems do stem from Williams, but not just from him. You've got Barry Cotter and O'Keefe on that right-hand side that neither of them can buy a decent performance or a decent 90 minutes. Because although Cotter were going forward on Tuesday night, he lost ball more times. And for me, he didn't chase back. He, 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 He stood looking at referee or linesman with his hands up. As though it's a it's a fact, and most of them weren't even fouls; they just lost ball. And it's stuff. It's that. It's that drive and passion that you just we are just not seeing at minute. I watched uh, Aston Villa Man City last night, and really good game of football. And everybody, I'm sure, before kick off would have said, "Yeah, Man City on fire." You know they'll go down there, draw minimum, or they they'll win quite easily. Aston Villa showed passion the want to a man to a single man they wanted that ball they wanted to play they wanted to push forward like Phil said earlier on this tippy-tappy sideways football we ain't got edison in net we ain't got <clears throat> stones and Diaz stood at back being able to wait for, till last split second to play that killer ball not that we've got anybody to play that killer ball too but why persist with a style that our players cannot play? And they can't. They can't play tippy-tappy football. I get he wants to get the, the defence sorted, and it needs sorting. But does that mean going back to basics and going back to a back four rather than persisting with the wing-backs, which at the minute just doesn't seem to be working? And just on that point that Ian said about Watters not being very good at minute and Cosgrove, etc., just because Cole scored as many goals as he did first few games... He's done absolutely bugger all for the last four or five games. So he's going nowhere in January because people will have seen him for what he is, which is an average, bang average League One striker, if that. Sorry, I've um, been damning yeah, again. No, 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 no,
3: no, no. Listen, it's even, fine. Even no, a
4: bang no. average striker needs good service and he ain't
2: getting that. Anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Ian, Carlo, back me up. What have I said all the way through? Well, yeah, yeah it is. Woodrup had the same, Morris had the same. People were slagging Woodrow off, left, right and centre. He's here, he's there. He's never in right place, blah, 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 because he never got service from midfield. No, Woodrow came to the halfway line to collect the ball and then no. to had go. had to yeah. and, That's
1: yeah. it. He, he, he had he, to you do. Touched, you touched on Phillips. Um, last season, we, we'd scored the most goals from outside the area in the league than anybody else. We were shooting at every opportunity. We were bombarding the opposition. Um Phillips is a shadow. He's another one, a shadow of the a, of a, of a, of a player. And I just don't think he suits this system. Um, I think there's probably other elements as well. He's, he's off confidence, off form. But um I think these players suited that style of play that we've been playing for the last couple of years. And they just don't suit this tippy-tappy football. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, a, a lot of... Well, we, we've mentioned some bits. Um Before the Blackpool match, the forum, which we alluded to, so... um since the last time we recorded, um, we know that the CEO was leaving at the end of the season. That's now been brought forward to next week. Um, a director of football, which we said is, is is coming in. Questions were asked, and um, again, um, it was open to everybody. And uh, Julian Key was there. Uh, Narif was there. A CEO Neil Collins was was there as well. I don't know if you watched it. I, I watched it on because it was live on YouTube as well. And and, and you could send questions in before. Um, Callum uh, hosted it. And, it, and it, that's not an easy job to do because, you know, everybody was sort of like, this is wrong and that's wrong. It, it, it sort of felt that, which you always get, don't you? I mean, you, you have those people that talked very much about you know the middlesbrough keeper that's out injured and will win the league if he plays and that's lovely that's a lovely view i don't know if that's the view for a fans forum i think um did it did it did it um meet the reason why it was held in the first place do you think our fans any of the wiser and and i tell you what, what what i mean with that um reading that i just spoke to on their podcast um uh, i mentioned fanatics and he said oh shocking shocking he says Reading fans had to wait five weeks for the shirts this season that were ordered. And they still gave me a championship badge on. He says that firm is just absolutely shocking. So again, this this feedback there, the fanatics were mentioned, the FA couples mentioned, everything else. Do you feel any the wiser, or was it an exercise for for fans to get off the chest how they felt, so we could start again and, and start you know supporting the team? I mm-hmm. think
1: yeah. The, the idea, in principle, is a good idea. I just think these two now, I think if they held another one, most people wouldn't even tune in. I just don't think they've got... I just don't know. It just doesn't seem to have the impact that you wanted it to have. You know, some proper insight that the club give you a great opportunity to kind of say, right, this is where we're going. And it's just... I don't know. It just Most fans just don't believe what the board are saying, do they? Because the, too many times things haven't... They've built up big... Big plans and nothing's come to fruition and i think it feels like it's getting the intention is good it, it, it could be a great opportunity it just feels a bit watered down now it feels like it's lacking any um any weight behind it at all i just don't think it the last one the the one before was a farce. uh some
3: of the questions that were asked and this one just i don't know it just i can see him fizzling out it, it's hard isn't it phil because in a, in a way the board can't win because the owners come out, free event, come and ask us questions. So they're very reliant on the people that come to, to, to ask those questions. Other teams don't do it. I mean, you know, I, you could be a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Don't forget their season tickets for next season go on sale on Friday. Like, you know, talk, talk, you know. So they have the communication. They have the open forums. Julian Kia said, I'm more than happy to communicate on social media with any fan if we keep it respectable. You look at clubs around this region, you know, they they don't. So, so Barnsley fans have, we have the input, don't we? We have the <laughs> opportunity to vent ask questions. and that, that needs to be applauded as well, doesn't it? Because other clubs, you can't get nowhere near. I mean, in your time supporting Barnsley, it's quite a new thing, isn't it? That this It's been happening for, what, six, seven years, I think, hasn't it? Ban Mansford yeah. started it and then it's sort of, it, it's a good thing, isn't it? But is it reaching its full potential, do you think?
4: yeah it's, it's a good idea and you know the the basis is good but as you say it, it's not quite hitting its full potential and i'm not sure why that is but i mean what i found the other night was the board were very very defensive and not yeah. really asking answering many questions nira was quite impressive i i, I think he seemed okay but julian just
3: But there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
4: Wouldn't give a straight answer to a question. She was throwing everything back at the audience every time. Typical politician speech. Uh, and yeah. for me, that didn't work. If you're going to have that kind of forum, I applaud the fact they're having it. If you're going to have it, it's got to be a two-way thing, and you've got to have answers to questions.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve, did you have any questions? Did you send any questions in?
2: <laughs> why, why, why even think that I would?
3: No, no, no. I, don't know. I uh, we got, and I'll send it in the WhatsApp group in a bit. You know, we got a private message. People saying, you know, you're very outspoken about this, this, this. Why weren't you there? And my answer was, I didn't need to be there. I think um, when the leave Reds are travelling they'll have conversations on the bus or the Hoyland Reds or the East Dean Reds or whatever. I don't think you have to be a happy clapper to agree. I mean, people agree and people are happy with things and that's absolutely fine. We use this outlet as four blokes of a certain age, so we say, to sit here and talk about what we like, what we don't like, and you know what I mean? And and this is yeah. not... We don't use it. It's not a public shame because no, we go to no. matches, we volunteer at matches. Ian travels from the other side of the Pennines to come to matches. So I don't think our... Uh, passion for the club can ever be questioned with with what we do but I've always just thought it would be really refreshing if somebody stood up saying Fanatics was a mistake we are tied to a three year contract we're going to try and make the best of it but it's it's something that we look really close to you know close at by the time that's up because if this is not working we might need to look at something else FA Cup well it happened before but then there were protocols in place but clearly well but there were fans that went, travelled a long time, took days of work to go. And it, it just, you just said it a bit like a politician. It's, if you're not going to bat straight back, because every question was received back with a question. Um, mm. I think people go and say, ha hey, ha, got that off my chest. Well, how do you feel now? Well, I don't know, because I didn't really get an answer.
2: It's difficult, isn't it? And that's what you get with these sort of people. She's not got where she is today as PR guru, whatever, living in America, et cetera, et cetera. And can afford to fly over every now and again during the year to watch matches and take part in this lot. She hasn't got there by giving you a straight answer. A lot of these business people—that's that's how they—that's how they work. That's how they operate. Mm. And no, I didn't watch it on Monday. Um, no, I didn't have a question, especially after the last one, which were like you say, were an absolute farce. Um, but you. Obviously, I've heard quite a bit of what what went off, what was said, and no, I don't feel any any more enthused into into club into board that they're going to do a you know a, a better job moving forward now that khalid has gone. Um, they're going to have this uh, this guy coming in as CEO, he's been chief finance officer or something like that. I think I read somewhere that what part of one of his roles, uh, as well as being in charge at academy. Um no, okay, then fair enough. I've also read somewhere that uh they're on about Bobby Assel being director of football. Interim. Uh interim director. Yeah. All right, fair because enough. They might
3: not appoint anybody before the January transfer window, so they need and I think to be fair, I mean and, and again it's all about opinions. If you look at the people at the club, you know he is barsley through and through. He's but got a good that Is idea. that not the
2: problem? Is that not the problem? No. Yeah. And like you said, it is all about opinions. We all have different opinions. Neil Collins has come in from America. He's played in England, so he's got a rough an idea of English football, but he's not been over here for a while. So we've kept Martin Devaney as that bridge, like you want, between managers and players. Now, we said earlier on about, you know, is he not doing right things in dressing room? Is he not getting across to players? Blah, blah. Devane is still there. And everybody keeps singing Devane's praises now he gets on with players. So why aren't he stepping in in some way and getting Kane around back and saying, now nah, then, then he's pulled his socks up because you're making us look like idiots. That bridge is supposedly there. But nothing's said about that. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't
3: it? Because at the beginning it of is, the season. It's, it's very,
2: be... very difficult, But Oh, I not I, I it? don't.
3: At the beginning of the season, I remember on here saying, I think it's like a dream team almost, isn't it? Collins, his career was at the back. Devaney was a midfield. <coughs> and and um, John, Stead. John Stead. John Stead was a striker. You've got it all in you. Like, what, what a, you know, he's got the experience and clearly. And coming then, uh, Steve, from the uh, fans forum, uh, they are putting together. A, I need to get it right, a fan advisory group, an F-A-G, and they are looking for people <laughs> from different age ranges, different genders, disabled fans, season ticket holders, non-season ticket holders, people that go away, people that go home, groups of fans, international overseas, blah, 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 blah B, um, to get together once a month at Oakwell, to talk to the CEO, and they'll have different themes every month, so other senior members of the, of the, the club will be there. Great. Is the problem not, is that, what is it going
2: to resolve though? Because these Right, first off, first off, the thing that we all laughed about, why call it that? Because straight away, it's ridicule, isn't it? Why call it fag? I'm not being funny now, you're trying to get a club back up on its feet, you're trying to get supporters involved, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: and yet again, we're laughing. We're becoming, yet again, a laughing stock. Why Why come up with that? Call it whatever you want. But for Christ's sake, look at what, look at what it's going to make. So that's my first point, which I think is, is madness. However, the actual idea behind it, if people want more involvement and the board allow it to be involved and take on board what they say, then surely it should be a good thing. But again, you're back to are they going to listen to what people say or is it just an exercise to keep certain people happy? I think the question I have, and it's not like the question I have is
3: eight, nine years ago, they brought out SLOs, Supporter Liaison. We got an email address that belonged to the club. We had uh, social media accounts. If you had a question that you wanted to ask the club, but you couldn't email. You could ask the SLO. Two were home SLOs, two were away SLOs. So the away SLOs will always travel to away matches as well. And they would have regular meetings. Um, I did that for a while. I met with Ben Mansford every three, four weeks. And he was really involved in that. And, you know, uh, we don't hear much of SLOs at the moment. It, it just seems it's like a different version again. It works if changes are made and people are listened to. Um, I think the biggest thing I got from the forum, but a lot of people want safe standing, that, and let's be honest, they call it troublesome because they stand up in that top corner, but they're the ones that if there's an atmosphere oh well, they're the ones that start it. They're looking at maybe, at, you know, somebody commented about a standing section in between the West End and the ponty end. They can't, they don't want to make that investment because of the lease that needs sorting out. Now, the big news that comes when they'll say, which we all think something to do with the lease, absolutely great. But then they need Spectre agenda in it. Then it needs to be, well, you've said it need, the lease needs to be sorted. The lease is now sorted when this big news comes out. Fans will want then to say, well, you said it'd be looked at. Something will then need to be done because you can meet and meet and meet, but if you don't make any changes or nothing is being put in place, then you might as well talk to the wall or to my wife because you'll not get a response there, will you? Is is that fair to say Ian? Like, if you're gonna he he doesn't know your wife, does he? (laughs) He's always (laughs) ringing, he's always ringing. (laughs) (laughs) But is it every action speak louder than words, judges on our actions? Then if you're gonna set this up.
1: It is. It's um you don't want it paying lip service, do you? It's gotta it's gotta build that bond between the fans and, and the club um and get everybody on board and, and pull in the same direction. That's the idea. What you don't want it to do is just pay lip service to it and um it just a bit like the forum, it'll end up getting watered down and it'll just fizzle out. So it's got to be driven on both sides, but it's gotta it's gotta it's gotta mean something, has it? It's got they've gotta get something out of it, can't just sets it up and big headlines and then it fizzles out in
3: 12 months. Um, just to round off before we do a forecast for the uh, Reading match. You know, Christmas is just around the corner, a couple of weeks. That means it's halfway in the season as well. Boxing Day, we play Port Vale. That was the season opener obviously, earlier this year. Um, where did you think we were going to finish this, this season? And have you adjusted that given the first half is now over? So I said uh between eight and twelve, and I'll i I'll stick with that. I don't think we're gonna the playoffs. I'm hoping we will, and I'm hoping January will be as meaningful as it was last year, with some key players coming in that projection is further up. But I do think top ten, but not not top six. Ian.
1: Um, yeah, I've adjusted uh mid table mediocrity for me this season.
2: All right, Steve. Danny, what did I say? Had I been drinking? I think I had because didn't I say something stupid like we'd definitely go up Yeah, Yeah, I thought I had I'd definitely definitely been drinking I? I must have been drinking now because I could have sworn I just heard you say these new players that's coming in and we're going to go like this what makes you think anybody's going to come in in January because I don't think they'll spend any money but anyway, that's a that's a conversation for I don't mean preempting another show, do I? Need, yeah, to, yeah. need to get another show after this. But
3: so so uh, what you're saying now, definitely going up top six. Yeah, I don't so miss um,
2: it. Way, way that we're playing at minute, unless it unless they can get older it and turn a corner and it's a really, really big corner now for me. Um mid table. But yeah, I don't think I don't think we'll struggle to stay up. I really hope not. God. But it needs to get older it, but yeah, at minute. I'd be happy with 15-16 to be honest. Phil, you've seen many seasons at Oakwell, and it's
3: not that long <laughs> ago when Paul Hackingbottom was in charge. Well, Lee Johnson initially, where we had we started off dreadfully, and then Hackingbottom's
2: looking for a job. Well,
3: yeah. Um Duffy's and all, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we're not out of it, are we, Phil? We're not out of it, but big changes, or there needs to be a real upturn in in results and performances to, 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 to repeat what we did last season and get to Wembley?
4: There the does, but we saw it last season. You know, we, we're still better off now than we were last season. In theory, in terms of t- statistics and points, goal score, you name it. Mm. You know, so if we turn that corner again, I'm not saying we will. I'm hopeful we will, obviously. But give the guy time to get it together and I'm sure we can do something. I said we'd finish top six. I still think we will.
3: And before the middle of the season, uh, the small matter of an away trip to Reading on Saturday. Now, Reading, uh, second from bottom. They got a three-point deduction, didn't they, earlier in the season? Um, They're definitely not firing on all cylinders. Um, Similar situation to us as in fans a bit still working out the manager and whether it's going well or not well or whatever. I think that's always easier when you sit seventh in the table than second from bottom, of course. And... Shall we just come up combined with who we think should take to the field on Saturday, and then Ian <laughs> Ian will set us off with a score forecast. So in goal, there's only really kill up at the moment. Cooper's been recalled. It looks like he's going to be number two with all the <coughs> of of Blackburn recalling uh um uh, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough. Sorry, recalling Roberts. We talked about the defence. Lapata has to start. I don't uh, don't mm-hmm. if if fit. Go on, Phil. You give the French number six because you do that so eloquently on on. I follow.
2: Mild De Riviniere. <coughs> yeah. Oh, i see. It's like a fine wine that <laughs> is Riviniere. <it? De> <laughs> and That's he
4: always, always calls
2: in the French number six. If he's yeah. he out,
4: just, just say just say Mile. That's his name.
3: Mile, Yeah, Mile has to start by Miles because he's who who partners him. Because when we talked about injuries, the Shepherd you know, started people who were buying the league He came in and he looked, is yeah. it going to be, should he start? Are you looking, or McCart, who's, who's going to be, who's going to make up the, the final I three thought, in that I, back three? I thought, I thought Shepard did well
1: in, in the season. Like, it became in at Wigan, didn't he? That way he went at Wigan and he, and he looked superb and he kind of disappeared after a couple of games. And and I know he came back recently and looked a bit rusty because he'd been out, but stick him came in, big lad, big, strong lad. Um, I'd play them three.
4: The centre halves. The
3: other advantage with Shepherd is, is very left sided, you know, and it's handy to have a left sided centre back in there. Yeah. The midfield is the that's it, isn't it? Who, who Luca Connell, starts? Or are we saying actually, I don't, who starts?
2: Who, who makes up that midfield? Come on, boys, do we proud? Well, Luca Connell's only one really that for me deserves a start. Even I, right. am not saying I'm not even going to say he's hundred percent fit because I don't think he will be yet. He's not had enough game time. But for me, he would definitely start on Saturday, and then, God perm anyone from four or five, you'll take your pick, because like I said earlier on, at minute, you know, you you, have got players that you've got your likes of sort of Theo Chapman, uh, Younger Nathan, that uh, when they do play, at least you get a performance, at least you get commitment. And people will say, oh, no, Kane's a good player, Styles is a good player, blah, blah, blah. But if they're not prepared to work and they're just going to run about, I mean, like Phil said about Styles' second half on Tuesday. Wow. You know, he's not going to get a move in January. Nobody's going to look at him and think, I'm going to pay 10 bob for him at minute because he's not, there's no performance, there's nothing there. There's not even the commitment or the drive to go and win a ball, to go and just it, it, just just a lack of passion. So for me, I'd love to see him get one mm. or two of these youngsters. At least you're going to see some passion. At least you're going to see a bit of sweat on shirt. Call it what you want. Mm. At minute, oh, we've got your shit on shorts, haven't we? <laughs> Sorry, I had to come to it. Um, and Cadden is a.
3: Uh, it, 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 it has to be Cadden, doesn't it? I, I, or... I play, I play
1: Cadden. Mm-hmm. Further up because he never gets back to defend yeah. anyway. So yeah, I, like, I he's,
4: he's, Yeah. yeah.
1: That, that threat that he poses. I, I do like him when he's going forward and he does put a good ball in and he is a goal threat, but he just doesn't get he's, he's like three weeks behind when he gets back. We, we, we've pulled number of goals out where the opposition scored and he's still trotting back. So I just play him further up and go where you can influence the game is going forward, you do it and let somebody else do the defensive side of things. Well, do you so play four
2: four two then? Instead of playing yeah. five at back, do you play, do you play a, a back four? I think, I think and he call should be Carden a left hand side midfielder. Yeah, play him a left winger or
1: whatever you want to call it, uh, mm-hmm. where he can
3: influence the game and can hurt Reading. And Cotter on the other side then? Because O'Keefe is still, Steve spoke maybe not so highly of him. I mean,
2: he's not really had regular starts as he just show what he can do, but I suppose well, it's jumped, all about grabbing the opportunity. Them. It's jump between both, antics It's either being cotter or it's O'Keefe, or one will start and the other one will come on. Oh, Did you put um, Williams in there on that right hand side? Well, if you're health. gonna if you're gonna play if you're gonna insist on playing uh Shepherd de Javigny and oh I like that de Javigne. Nice. Nice. Uh, and Love uh, and look after I suppose Williams would go back to that right wing back role. He looked
1: good yeah. When he was pushed up, Phillips looked,
2: good like, Phillips looked good last season. Kane looked good last like, season. You know, like it's gone, man. For, for me, I'd love to see him. Let's start from basics again and play a 4 4 2. You could play Cotter as a right winger, but you could play McAtee yeah. as a right winger because at the minute, there's only really McAtee that's showing, and we've not really touched on him tonight. Mcatee actually looks as though he's a player who wants to go football. He wants to win ball. Sometimes he's a bit rash, and he dives in sometimes. And you think, "Oh, that would have been close if he'd have caught him into being a red card." Phil knows what I'm talking about. But at least he's a player that's prepared to put hard miles in, and he, he really does propel him. You know, for me, so for me, I would play him, but I won't play him as a forward. Because no, I don't play, think he's play him a just behind the
4: front two just behind the Phil, front
2: Phil can you come on again mate because <laughs> Carlo, you're sacked get on because I like a man who talks sense and this lad talks sense I'm telling you
3: playing in Phillips's <laughs> role <ball. coughs>
2: what can I say I'm not even well, going you, to
3: ask
4: you, you just play like Phillips <laughs> um, no no for me Cosgrove's got to start yeah. he's, he's struggled we know but we know he's he's got the experience he's been there <coughs> done that last season with Plymouth scored plenty of goals they wanted him back. We got him. And he struggled a bit with a couple of niggling injuries. Not sure if you're aware, but he has done. But he's, he's getting back to full fitness now. And for me, he's got to start.
2: Yeah. It's like you say, it's service though, isn't it, Phil? <clears throat> he's, he's not getting... He's certainly getting nothing through middle. Not to his feet or that he can turn on. Everything's boom, boom, boom up at top. No, but um, at... Sorry, if he starts no, alongside on,
4: Cole, no, on. He starts alongside Cole with McAtee just behind him.
2: And that's where I can see the provision
4: coming from. And yeah he's yeah. more of a more of a creator than a goal scorer, for me. Yeah.
3: And I think if you do that, you give the defence something really to think about. Because when it's call on his own, two people around him, you can play all the high balls you want, but he's
2: not going to get to it, is he? So you, no. you need to give well, him... Well, that's so your... it is. Think about it then. That's so it's your team, out. So that's your 4-3-3, isn't it? Mm. So you've got mm-hmm. Connell holding in it, middle of midfield. You've got Cadden and... Cotter, if you went as your two wingers as such, Mcatee, Cosgrove, and Cole. Oh, it's Mm -hmm. easy this job.
1: And and drop some of your non-performing problem children.
2: (laughs) But the summit summit needs to be done because you only it It only takes one one or two bad apples. Mm -hmm. Kane is obviously now a bad apple. He must be. Look at his interview. Look at the way he carries himself. Styles cannot be much better, not prepared to put anything in. Philip Phillips for me is the one, and I'm sure he's a nice bloke and he loves his mum and all that sort of thing. But when he crosses that white line, he's shown nothing this season and he had a good season and he went in some cracking goals. I'm not being funny, could it couldn't a cow's arse with a banjo at minute? Some of his passing and what have you is. It's, a, it's shocking. Carlo can do better. Yeah. I've seen Carlo do better. No, no, no. no. You're going too far. I now. You're going too oh, far. That I mean, that was an own goal. Remember? Uh, well, I didn't. So I didn't
4: it's like it's to say it's, that, it's, did I? So. Yeah, a, it's a strange, strange one with Phillips, though, isn't it? I mean, it was yeah. impressive last season. This season, it's obviously totally out of form. He's lost the plot yeah. completely. But is it fair to keep playing him? For me, it isn't. Let him, No.
2: You no. know, no, let no, him no, get his mojo back,
4: if you like. But yeah. it's, it's just going to get worse and worse. His confidence is visibly going downhill. Yeah. yeah.
3: So
1: and, fine and three Steve says, Steve, well, Steve has been saying he's taking a shirt up. Somebody like a Jallo yeah. or anybody who's jumping at the bit could take a shirt. Yeah. yeah. He's like you know. So
4: yeah. Right. Well, for me, Jack Jallo should have come on at half time mm. rather yeah. than Waters. Yeah. It, it was needed that bit of pace up front. Yeah. And yeah. Waters just hasn't got it for me. And, and Pym and Crosgrove up front, they're, t- they're two alike. You're playing two sort of target type men, yeah. you know, rather than have the little guy to feed off them.
3: Yeah. We're going to win 3-1 away at Reading.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Cos- Cosgrove is going to score first. I'm just putting it out there. Ian, <laughs> your thoughts?
4: I we should <laughs> will, will you- sneak a 1-0 win.
2: One nil. One nil. Ian. What um, do you
1: think? We should win looking at because they're in disarray on and off the pitch, but I just think it's gonna be one one. Steve,
2: <laughs> make well, us I, laugh. Don't want a, I don't want a bit voice of doom. I really don't. But you, you are <laughs> we've, got a, bad, we've yeah. got a bad record down there as well. I know we are yeah, and I just look at everything we've talked about and everything we'd like to see happen before Saturday. And I just don't think anything will change for Saturday. I really don't. I think he'll probably go with a very similar eleven to what started on Tuesday. And I just can't see the mentality changing of it last three or four days. Unless he plays this podcast to team on coach going down. Even I just afternoon, morning, lads. Good luck. <laughs> Or just in case. <laughs> That's it. Just in case. Yeah, I just, I just, I need to see that change. I need to see a visible change on the pitch, and I just don't think, I don't think board will allow Collins to do it, because at end of the day, like we always say about board being, it's, it's a business, it's run by business people and not football people, which is another reason I think why we we have that disconnect with board because there's not really any biz, uh, football people on it. Um, I, I, I just don't think that Collins has got the autonomy, write that one down as well, For to make his own decisions. I think he's still being influenced, to a certain extent, from behind the scenes. Because at the end of the day, come January, they want to sell Styles, they want to sell Kane, they want to get as much money for him as they can, because they don't want him at club. I wouldn't want them at club that way that they're carrying on. But the only way they can sell them is if it is a saleable commodity. And at the minute, we haven't got any saleable commodities apart from Connell. You've nail, heard nail. it here. Turn, nail, it nail. Off, turn it off at quarter past three. Are you doing commentary, Phil?
4: No, not this
2: time. No, I'm not even listening to oh, it. Absolute rubbish.
3: I'm going to watch Sheffield United just for a laugh. <laughs> Uh, you've been listening to the Reds Report if you're travelling down to uh, Reading safe travels bring back three points but a huge thanks as always to Steve sponsored by the Go-B- well he's hoping to be sponsored by the Of course, up to now he's still paying for his beer um, Ian all way, from the way an if anybody wants to come for a drink I'm going in an hour <laughs> Ian <laughs> Ian thank you very much and uh, yeah special guest I hope um, you'll uh, you'll join us back maybe in a couple of weeks till January when we've uh, bought some more new players and um, I know every home match you're there anyway, either hospital radio or as um, I follow. Thank you very much uh, for joining us.
4: Thank you.
3: Let's hope we get those three points. And on behalf of Phil, Ian, Steve and myself, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy